Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if uh, Brupolo was in Tibby. Yeah, that would be a little weird. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody would be expecting a Brupolo and Tibby of all. Tibru. I don't, I don't know. know. That works. Bruby. Bruby is Bruby. better. Bruby is better. I like Bruby. Yeah. Wherever you are in our great state, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, and if you're not here in Starkville or, or uh, Tupelo, it's just a click away. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be shipped right to your door. Also, some great news, and you shouldn't be surprised by this great news that I'm about to give you. Guess who's the Bulldog Initiative business now? That's right, Strange Brew Coffee House. Ooh. So when you get your morning brew, you're also helping Mississippi. You're helping MSU. You get your morning it was brew. Only a you're helping time. MSU. I made it rhyme. Yeah, this was an e- this was an easy one. So so I mean, we're closing in on like all of our sponsors being Bulldog Initiative supporters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, I, you got something like like College Corner, right? It's gonna be tough, right? Because right. you know they sell the Ole Miss, they sell the Southern. Um, but Restaurant Tyler, I don't know if they're a Bulldog Initiative business. I know they have been very active, though, with the Bulldog Initiative. So yep. I imagine that's probably not too far off uh, as well. They have hosted several luncheons in which we've talked about the Bulldog Initiative. That's, I know that. that's very true. Luncheon is a t- – it's lunch. A luncheon is like 20 people. Well, yeah. I, I, I think a luncheon is is a lunch of importance. A lunch of importance. Anytime you, you know, have, that, anytime that one time, you go out for lunch, it's it's important. Yeah, one time I was eating my butter beans, and I loved them so much. I just like my, I just dropped them in front of everybody, and, and the entire restaurant stopped. <laughs> I never had a needle drop moment like that, where it's like you hear the, you know, the, the, the record scratches the yeah. needle, and yeah, everybody's looking. I don't at even know why. Like I picked the bowl up, yeah, yeah, and I was bean eating juice it. all over your hands. I yeah, mean, like I, I picked the bowl up, and I'm just like spooning it in my mouth, and I just drop it on the plate. Once again, I love when I can do this. If you thought if if I told you a member of the Thunder and Lightning podcast was eating so voraciously that they <laughs> spilled their food all over themselves, who would you have guessed it was? <laughs> would you have guessed it was Brian Haydad? You would have been wrong. It was Robbie Falk. I'm gonna go into we're gonna switch things up a little bit. We'll just go straight into restaurant Tyler since we're talking about them. Why the, not? The butter beans are great. Uh, when you go to lunch at restaurant Tyler, that's the best southern lunch in the city of Starkville. When you want a blue plate. Fried chicken, fried catfish, hamburger steak, pork chops, chicken meatloaf. Chicken meatloaf! I'm telling y'all, it's underrated. Head over to Restaurant Tyler, get the meat and two, and enjoy yourself. Great lunch every time at Restaurant Tyler. Now we'll go to College Corner and collegecornerstore.com, the place to find the maroon and white merchandise you're looking for. They have the biggest and best selection of it in all of central Mississippi. 
We are, as we sit here, you know what, like seven seven weeks, eight weeks away from the start of the college football season. I don't want to do the math on 66 that. Sixty-six days. So sixty-six divided by seven. I was way off. It's like ten weeks. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Doesn't matter that I couldn't do the math. Because I'm just telling you right now, you need to get a new polo. Don't show up to the start of the Zach Arnett era in that same ratty polo you've been wearing for the past few years because you think it's lucky. It's not lucky, and the people around you are looking at you and pointing at you. They're, they're laughing at you. It's time to change. Head to college corner. 16 priority. Oh, here we go. Whoop. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Woo. I felt that one like towards the end. I was like, oh, it's, 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 I don't think I can hold this one back. 16 Priority One Bank locations here in central Mississippi ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find out more and to find out which branch is nearest you and where you can start an account that's going to benefit you and your family for years to come. There always comes a time in a, in a person's life where they're like, man, I, I need to make a loan. I need to talk to somebody about my business, my home, my car. When you do that, you don't want to have to go into an office with people you've never met. You want to talk to local bankers and local people just like you, people in your community. That's what Priority One Bank gives you. If you're already a Priority One Bank customer, you know how great their app is. It's a lot more than just moving your money around. It's slick, it's streamlined, and it's really, really easy to use. Again, go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. I'm going to leave the sneeze in, I think. Just yeah, why not? Little, the, little, we we've always a little human. Nature we've always there. been proud of the fact that this show we just press record and talk. Yeah, that whatever happens, we have a happens. really good streak of of just one take. Oh yeah, of of we you know, we, you know, we didn't have to start over. And by the way, the things you're seeing on the catfish tour thing, yeah. we don't discuss it beforehand. No, we just go. We just go. It's usually one take and we're done. Well, it's one I take mean, when the people remember to record. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it might be like, you know, the sun was in the camera view yeah, or something yeah. like that. But yeah. we have been darn near perfect. Yes. We're doing the best we can. All right. Let's just jump into these questions. It is rumbling today. Colton Watson back on top. Good job, Colton. Rank these tasks for Mississippi State baseball according to how badly they're needed. Getting two to three starter-ish portal pitchers. Senjay, Lofton, Sierra, Gibbs, Tapper, Forsyth making big jumps. Simmons, Auger. Who is Nate Williams? Nate Williams. Oh, is that the guy that trans that's transferring from D two? Well, it says back next year, so I'd have to assume that it's somebody who's already on the roster. I don't know who um, Nate Williams is. Maybe Pico Khan back next year. We'll just move on. Retain- Nate Lamb is the yeah. So I don't know. Retaining Aaron Nixon, Casey Hunt, Kate Smith, signing a legit portal third baseman. Colton, I'm going to rank them all one. They're all one. They're all equally important. They Nate, have, Nate Williams is on the team. He's a junior college guy. Though. Okay, well, we'll see how it goes. They have to do all of these things. All of these things. This, again, guys, I, I had a friend send me a text the other day. He was like, he was griping about the portal and baseball. It's like, come back to me in 2025. Like, I'm just telling you now. Yeah. Well, I'm not wasting my a whole lot of my time on this baseball team. I don't think they're going to be very good. Because everything that's on this list has to be done. They need to find two or three starting pitchers. They need those guys that are he's mentioning, Sinjay and Lofton and Sierra. They need to take big jumps. They need to get Stone Simmons and Brooks Auger back. They really could use keeping Aaron Nixon and Kate Smith. I don't know about Casey Hunt. Casey Hunt, I'm kind of at the point where I'm just like, I think he is what he is. And then signing a legit third baseman? Yeah, they got to do that. They got to do all that. 
Can they do it in one off season? I don't know. I don't believe so. There's a, I mean, it's all, you know, show me. Mm-hmm. Because with the pieces they have coming back, if they remain the same or just a little bit better, that's not a good team next year. Now, if they make a huge jump in the offseason and Justin Parker's a miracle worker with his development, then a lot can change for this program in one year. The ta- I, th- I feel like there's there's talent there. Yeah. There's definitely talent there. But you got – I want to see who they're bringing in in the portal. Yeah. You know, I've, I, I know for a fact they have a couple of guys committed that they're kind of waiting on, which I don't understand the, this whole process, but it's – it's how Chris Lamonis likes to handle things. But, like, keeping these quiet commitments. I mean, this team needs some juice. Yes. Right now, one of your biggest rivals just won their seventh national championship. Yeah. And then a couple of your other rivals, Arkansas and Ole Miss, they're getting guys. Yeah. There's been – the only guy that you have committed right now is a Division two pitcher who didn't have great numbers. Right. So there's really nothing that is exciting people right now. Yes. The, the lineup should be solid. We're, we're seeing some good things this summer from Connor Hijack, and Hunter Hines is killing it. Dakota Jordan's at Team USA right now. The offense should be solid, but there's some big holes on defense, mm-hmm. and there's some massive holes on the pitching staff. Yeah. And until that looks like it's getting fixed, mm-hmm. neither you nor I are going to be yeah. you know, super sunshine pumpy about no. this team. So. Uh, apologies to anyone who that offends. Uh, what pitchers are we going to steal from South Carolina? I mean, the fact that haven't any haven't come yet, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't do you do you know any? You said you you, you know, but you think they got a couple committed guys, or are one of them pitchers from South Carolina? Not that I know. Not that I am aware of either. So we'll move forward. The Maroon, okay. Gosh, just trying to keep me in trouble, guys. The Maroon Mike podcast rank these hypocritical stances from old the old Miss regime. Saying it's just June after an MSU recruiting win versus throwing a parade for flipping a state commit. Oh my God, you're so obsessed with us versus recruiting staffers subtweeting MSU and making egg bowl hats. <laughs> Those wide receivers will come around versus our defensive line recruits have Ole Miss in their hearts and aren't flipping. True. He wouldn't qualify here when state flips a recruit and they enroll in a school that has the exact same <laughs> admission standards as theirs, according to state law. That's number one. That always gets me. It's like, yeah, they couldn't get in. It's the exact same. If, if you get a not, 16 on the ACT, you go to college in Mississippi. If they're not getting in at Ole Miss, they're not getting in the SEC. Yeah. If you can't get in Ole Miss, you can't get into Jackson State. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't get into like, Alcorn. You can't get into Blue Mountain. I mean, I mean, th- but. All of these are just are rough, man, and it happens every time. Now we got character issues for uh, Jimothy Lewis. Yeah. He's got the he was you know a great kid. You know, he got media's going out to lunch with him, mm-hmm. and it, you know the family's great. They're they're, they're rebels at heart. But then all of a sudden, a day later, I don't know if Ole Miss is going to recruit this kid anymore. He's he's got some character flaws. Yeah, well, that's fine by me. Yeah, right. Graham Yateman asks us, why is it called a toothbrush rather than a teeth brush? I know the answer to this. It was invented in Alabama. <laughs> or Arkansas. I wanted to go with Alabama there. It's always funny to me. Oh, and w- the, the other day, Tennessee people were calling Southern Miss, were mad about Southern Miss because, like they said, there was like a fight in the stands or something. Yeah. And they were calling uh, Mississippi people hicks. I'm like, Last time I checked, when I go into the hills of Tennessee, 
there are some things up there that I don't see in Mississippi. There's some, there's like trailers built into the side of mountains and stuff. Have you ever listened to like the lyrics of Rocky Top? Exactly. There's, <laughs> you know, there's, you have stills in the backyard. We're all hicks, buddy. Everybody in the South everybody south has a bunch of hicks. South of Kentucky are hicks. Yeah. Hillbillies and yokels and rednecks. And there's a lot of people in Kentucky that are hicks too. No, uh, Kentucky is I'm like, about, like, Kentucky down. Yeah. Guys, the, the, these states in the South are not immune from rednecks right. and right. Uh, meth yeah, different heads. kinds of rednecks in like Florida. Right. Louisiana doesn't have rednecks. They have, I'm, I'm not going to go in. Uh, there, but I, I, I'm just saying. Louisiana is a different, a different, different, deal different deal altogether. Yeah, but 100. But still, I mean, we're all we all got our issues, buddy. We're all we all have poor people. We all have uh, rednecks and meth heads, and yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. And we can go up north, and we can find some of those same people. By There's the way. white trash up there, right? Yeah, right. Once you get above the, once you're in the north, they just become white trash. Uh, Hale State Muse asks us: Regardless of fame and fortune, if you could take on the one prolific athlete skill set and apply it to your own pro career, who would you choose? Jordan, Mahomes, Messi, or Tyson? This is a really easy one for me. If you can take one, if you could skill be basically, set, you would be. You want to be in the yeah? Are you going to say soccer? No, Jordan, Tyson, Tyson. I want to okay. be the baddest man on the planet. I want to be. You, with, you want when I walk into a room, everybody's afraid. like, "That guy could beat me up." Yeah, like if you took. I mean, if you look at me sideways. Yeah, I'm going to knock. Think your about prime Mike Tyson, and and, oh. and and I mean, you know, money obviously. But yeah, to be the world heavyweight champion, there's something to that. Yeah, and he was like unpredictable too. Like yeah, like the other day, like remember that like they had that video that dude like kept bothering him, and then the next video was him with like blood coming out of his nose. Don't mess with Mike Tyson. Yeah, like he could still kill you. I don't even know that that's like that big a deal. Like if somebody's bothering you, you have the right to punch them. Yeah, in my opinion. JJ and KC, can we get a preview of the men's basketball team? Starting five key players off the bench projected for the season. JJ, that's a whole show. That's a whole show, JJ. That's like a show you're going to hear maybe in like late October. We JJ NKC? Yeah. Is this a joint Twitter account? Is there another one? No, no. JJ N. Like in, in oh, Kansas City or something. Yeah. I thought you said N. Like, I was like, is this a. No, 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 no. So, like, it's like a no, no. wife has found out her yeah, husband's yeah. talking to a girl on no, Twitter. No, no, so no, now no. she's doing. No, no, no. I don't like that. I will say, if I projected a starting five, Taylor. Davis, no, Taylor, Moore, Matthews, Jeffries, Tolu. That's probably your starting five. Okay. Or Trey Fort. Trey th- Fort think, could start. I think Shaq is probably the guy that's going to get the, the initial yep. start, but it wouldn't yeah. shock me if Trey Fort I think Deshaun Davis would be off the bench yes. to start the season. Yes. All right. Josh asks us, can we expect some baseball portals? We got any more of that baseball portal? I don't know. Wouldn't we all like yeah. to see that? Your favorite type of venison. I mean, does it mean like how's it how it's cooked? I mean, I guess I'm not really sure what he's asking. Um, favorite type, like the backstraps are the best part, you know, to me the I loins. I don't know anything about that. I just know I like the way that fried deer fried tastes. deer steak is great. Yeah, outstanding. And sausage deer yeah. sausage. It's Oof. all good. It's all good. Alex Barham, who is the best player you saw in high school, whether as an opponent or just a viewer, that eventually played in any sport at MSU? I don't know that I... I, didn't, I definitely didn't play against anybody that played at MSU. Um, 
I mean, Jeffrey I saw Simmons for me. Yeah. Well, but okay. I guess it's asking. He okay. said, "Who the okay. best player you saw?" I thought he meant like when you were in high school. But if you're just saying in high school, I think then he's yeah, saying Je- in okay. high school, yeah. then Simmons is probably definitely the answer. I'm trying to think: is there anybody that would be even close? Yeah, there's not. Chris Jones. I didn't see Chris Jones in high school. Um, Cam Akers. Well, no, Cam Akers didn't, didn't play. State. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Willie Gay. Yeah. Um, I saw Willie Gay. Yeah. I saw Malik Deer, but he didn't really do much in a game. I never saw him play in a game. He came to Startville, and yeah. I was covering another game that night. I, I went to that game, Startville Murrah, and he just he was injured. I think he just didn't. Well, do he much. was so beat up. Man. They just they, they used they him as a decoy more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. So there's been uh, some good ones. With the current NL, uh, NIL landscape in the NCAA, do y'all still believe in your four-year cycle theory for MSU football? Yeah. Yeah, nothing's changed. Alabama and Georgia and LSU still have more money than Mississippi State. Nothing changed from this year to last. Yeah, yeah. And, and State still seems to be recruiting the same yeah, type of exactly. uh, way. So, and For case you haven't noticed, they seem to be recruiting a little bit better. Yeah. So, And I, I'm not sure that this is a bad idea for State either because – They've kind of gone all in on retain on retention. Yeah. So if everybody's spending all their time on the portal, if you can get some really good high school guys and develop them, and you're you're retaining those players, you can still have, I think, a good team. I don't I don't think you have to have transfer portal players to be good. Yeah. If you are if you do have a developmental system, you're able to retain your players, mm-hmm. and those players are staying in the program. You can have just as much success as somebody that's going out there and going portal heavy. The The issue is when you're losing those players and you're not adding better players or the same type of players out of the portal. Mm-hmm. So I, right now, I don't think Mississippi State's model is all that bad. I agree. It, ha- it definitely hasn't changed so far, the wins and losses. I mean, they're about the same type mm-hmm. of team every year. All right. Next question somebody answered, so we're moving on. How does that happen? Uh, Jason asked well, It looks us, like the Talking Dogs podcast, who stole my name, mm-hmm. didn't lock up their mentions. And then because they're a Twitter payer, they're able to like go back and lock it. Because it does say you can reply to this conversation. It, it is locked. But they because the guy had already replied, what can you do? Can't do anything. And Jamie, what are you doing, Jamie? Jamie, who doesn't follow me. So, I mean, I got no, I got no love for any of this, guys. All right, Jason, does this recruiting class change your predictions on this year's football season? Why would it do that? These guys can't play this year. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't I don't understand the question. We got some questions today. I'm just like, what's I think going they're on? I think they're saying like the way maybe the way that the which it still shouldn't matter cuz recruiting and coaching is different, but maybe yeah. like the success they're having, like do you have more faith in Zach Arnett? No, I mean, and, but that's not because I don't have faith in him. It's because I already had faith in him. I think he's going to be a good coach. Okay. Where does Omega versus Osprey two rank for you guys? In my opinion, it's the best match I've ever seen. It's definitely in the top five matches I've ever watched. That was incredible. So I did. I left you your house, but I was following it through AEW's Twitter videos. So the Have only thing I could do is since? I, I couldn't watch the full match. Mm-hmm. But they posted a good portion of that match on Twitter. You can watch it on, on Bleacher, Bleacher Report. You have my login. We're yeah, but I didn't here. run it. I'm saying. Um, Robbie, and I, Robbie and I switch who buys the pay-per-view yeah. every other I, I might go back and watch. But they, I mean, most of all the big moments they put on there, like they would have like a it's minute incredible. and a half video every time. It's incredible. There was just some crazy stuff yeah, on there. Really, really. And then on top of that, 
we know the story between those two guys. Yeah, so just added to it. That that was this was a much better forbidden door than last one. I agree. The last one was just random matchups. This one they had some stories like too. Brian Danielson and Okada. Those two, I think they've wrestled before, mm-hmm. and they had respect for each other. Like yeah. that made sense. Really good. And so did Omega and and Osprey. Uh, Osprey. Yeah. It was great. Will Chandler says rank these sub chains: Firehouse, Lenny's, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, and Subway. Glad that Firehouse is no longer a sponsor here, so we can be honest. Um, they would still be up there. For they me. would still be up there. I I miss it so much. I loved Lenny's. I used to eat there a lot. Yeah, yeah. Lenny's had the best Philly cheesesteak in town. I love hot sandwiches. But yeah. So Subway's dead last on this. Let's just go ahead yeah. and get that out of the way. And then I think Jimmy John's is second to last. Yeah. He he's got the. I haven't had Jersey Mike's. He's, I eat Jersey Mike's all the time. Will has this rated correctly for me. I'm Firehouse. Is you would go. Firehouse is my favorite sub. I chain. would go Lenny's, Jersey Mike's, Firehouse, Jimmy John's, Subway. But there is a gap between Firehouse and Jimmy John's. Like Firehouse is good. Jimmy John's is like I don't know. Well, like I said, I don't like cold sandwiches. Right. I, like I, I just don't. They, right. Like it, it doesn't appease me. But the. Firehouse Club is probably my favorite sub. Like people thought I was just doing that because they were sponsors. No, mm-hmm. like that. It's I love sandwich. Firehouse. It's a good sandwich. Uh, I was pumped when they were our sponsor. Yeah. yeah. State fan. Wait a way to really be creative there. Well, state fan one four three six seven nine six nine seven. Oh, you got a six nine in there. Nice. nice. Uh, with the recent recruiting streak, is there any signs that state is slowing down, or there are more recruits still to come? Well, I mean, there's at least you know ten more. Yeah, I don't know why I'm in a smart aleck mood today. Uh, what is your problem? I don't know, but I mean, supposedly state has another commitment coming this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know, I would imagine when the SummerSlam cookout happens, they'll probably pick up a couple more there. There'll be around 17, 18 commitments when the season starts, and then they'll sort of go from there. I would say there's probably like two or three guys that I feel like are ready or close ready to, pop. to popping. Yeah, and then after that, I mean, you have. Most of your class put together, you just try to fill holes from there and recruit some of these guys that are committed elsewhere really, really hard. Um, you know, I'd put a lot of effort into trying to get Cannon Daniels to flip. Yeah. Um, and and Beavers. I think, you know, both of those guys should be your top priorities. Yeah. Um, Missy Nations asks, if you could move the, the College World Series out of Omaha to another city, where would you go? So here's the issue. You need a baseball stadium. A big baseball stadium, but you can't pick an MLB city because they're not gonna you know, they're not gonna leave the, the town for two weeks. Yeah. So where are we going? Like I don't know that any place that has a play, uh, something like that. Hmm. I mean, it would almost have to be a college. Uh, yeah. Either that, or it's like we're just gonna have to like pretend that there's a baseball stadium available. And the thing about Omaha is. It's Central, mm-hmm. central of the whole country, the United States. Yeah. So that's what that's what makes it make so sense. Does, you know, do you go to like Kansas City, something like that? Could, yeah. But like you said, I mean, it's so I mean, they'd have to build a ballpark. They'd I mean, have to build a whole new stadium. That's, yeah, that's that's what. It, so Kansas City or St. Louis? One yeah, of those. I mean, they built two ballparks in Omaha. Yeah. for the College World Series. Yeah, St. Louis would be a great place, but I mean, they they have to build another baseball stadium. Yeah. So. The TD Ameritrade. I mean, they have the Big Ten tournament there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Creighton plays there or not, but mm. basically, it's it you know it's and it, and it how it's used in the College World Series. It's not used nearly like that for right. an entire year. Yeah, 
But um, you know, I I know they would never they allow never, it to leave never Omaha because yeah. it keeps that city alive yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Nick Aiken asks us if you could have any superpower, what would it be? We've had this question before. I always go with like uh, the the ability to teleport. If I could snap my fingers and be anywhere right this second, that would be awesome. Yeah. So, um, I'd like to. I don't know if I want to go back in time. That's that's iffy. Te- tele- teleportation might be the, the yeah. answer. Or, you know, just like super speed. Do you want to read people's minds? So that, that's, do, I, do I want to know what's that's on, risky? Do I want to know what's on everyone's? That's mind? risky. Yeah. Because I would confront people if I knew what was yeah. on their mind. Yeah. Be like, hey, like you know, really? You think that about me? I didn't say anything. Oh, but you thought it. Exactly. You'd be a jerk. Nobody would want that. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. would be like healing powers or, um, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be immortal. I like. I, no, no, no. You don't want that. At some point, the sun's going to burn out. At some point, you don't want to be floating some, through space. Right. At some point, I want yourself. Die. Yeah, yeah. No, immortality is the worst thing you can. The only way immortality works is if there is no afterlife. Yeah. And you can somehow keep the sun burning at the rate it's going forever. Right. You know, then yeah, it might be cool. But even then, at some point, you just feel like, I am tired of this, man. I, yeah, like and everybody that you love keeps dying, yeah, yeah. and you have to go meet new people yeah. to love. And, it's awful, yeah. I mean, if you have a, like, if you're immortal, you're basically not growing old. Either. Yeah, you stay the way you are. For so, like, you life. have a wife or something. Like, well, she, she becomes like old. a ninety-year-old woman. Like, well, yeah. I mean, that's why you get you got to go Ric Flair on that one. You can't you can't get married. <laughs> you just got to keep keep switching them out. <laughs> also, from Nick, would you rather have would you would you would you rather have would you rather live life as a normal person or have that superpower but never get the chance to use it? What's the point of having the power and not using it? Yeah, I, I mean, would rather you're be a normal, normal person. person at yeah. that point. Yeah, I'd just really be a normal person. Coach Alford asked, I drove through Noxipater last week. Shout out to Bart Gregory. First off, Bart Gregory, not from Noxipater. Not at all. He is he is going to be upset when he hears this. Yeah, he's uh, a Nanawoya boy. Nanawoya. Is there a better sl- city slogan, though, than good people by nature? Is that the slogan of Noxipater? I guess. I mean, I know some people from Noxipater, and there's they're not all good people by nature. <laughs> I've, I've, known, I've known people from Noxipater for about 30 years. Yeah. Also, taking the family to St. Louis this week, what are your must do? See, I, I went during the winter, so it's different, right? You know, I tried to find stuff that you know, we were inside for a lot of things. Um, I mean, obviously, with you, I would, I would go to, I would, if the Cardinals are in town, I'm going to that. Yes. Um, I've, I've only been to St. Louis during the summer. Yeah. Go to the hill and get Italian food for sure. Find a better barbecue place than I did. I went to Sugar Fire Smokehouse. Not good. Not a good, not a good barbecue restaurant. That sounds like maybe like a chain. It's a it's a local. It's, how would I put it? It's not like Georgia Blue mm-hmm. in that it's it's local to the area. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's not what I tell you. Tanner Bolwer, do you think Zach Arnett has the potential to be the winningest head coach in Mississippi State history? Oh, okay, okay. Tanner, you're just annoyed today. Tanner, this is a this is a, the man's coached one game. He's one and zero. He's one and zero. I get it. He's tied for it. the winningest coach in, in school history. He's actually not. Greg Law. Greg uh, in school history. Yeah, Greg Knox in SEC history. Greg Knox has taken a loss. So it well, I'm in school history. In school history, I, I get that. But 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 now you have the two winningest coaches but, in school history but, but, on campus. Oh, okay, okay. Just just stop. Can can I watch the season? Can I see how the season plays out before I get to answer that question? 
I mean, that that's a th- you're asking me like the guy's coached one game, <laughs> and you're asking me can he be potentially better than Mullen and Jackie Sherrill and Alan McKean? Yeah, I, I can't answer that. I cannot do it on this day on on June twenty seventh, two twenty twenty three. I cannot tell you the answer to that question. He's got a 50-50 chance. He does have a 50-50 chance. Just very sure. Uh, we already answered that next question at Tanner's. One more from Will Chandler, then we'll go to the uh, the break here. Without naming names, do you know what the top MSU athletes are making in NIL? We're talking six figures, 50 grand, 10 grand. Curious what the market is bearing. I'm glad you asked us because, uh, no, I don't have any idea whatsoever, and, and that is by design. I have a good idea, but I don't, I don't think You're, it's wise to publicize that. But, but even I'll then, just like, say that your idea is is it's it's an educated guess. It's well, not, I have a good idea. I have a really good idea. Do you now? Yes, I do. Oh, you're just so special over there. Why don't you just? I, why don't you? I'll, I'll, I'll just get out of here. I'll get out of here. You're so special. I'll, I'm okay. Out. Okay. Sounds just good. Just lightning to, now. I like that idea actually. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'll just tell you this. But mm-hmm. Tolu Smith didn't just come back to Mississippi State right. for the goodness of his heart. Obviously, yes. Um, State had to fend off Kentucky and teams like that who have a much larger NIL package. Never available. actually entered the uh, portal, by the way. Just want to point that out. Right. Yeah. And and their media still publicized that. Mm-hmm. So State is <clears throat> the Bulldog Initiative is paying Tolu Smith very well, and there's there's others that I think. I mean, I feel like Tolu's probably get has a good package. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you now? <laughs> Is it big? Is it a big package? A... Oh. <laughs> All right, let's go to the ad read. Yeah. The Mississippi Beef Council. <laughs> <laughs> It is summer. It is grilling season. We're coming up on the 4th of July. I doubt my mom's listening to this. I hope not. It's time to grill, and that means it's time to get some some red meat on the grill. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Burgers and steaks, everybody loves them, but briskets. I saw a great video today from my guy, Bradley Robinson, on YouTube. Definitely tell you you should check him out. Did some two-hour beef ribs. Delicious. Mm. With some homemade barbecue sauce, and he, he was like, you know, normally you don't put sauce on beef in Texas, but this is good. It looked good, and I love beef ribs. So, this Fourth of July, that's the way to go. Put some red meat on the grill. Your family will thank you. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. It's the place to find the smoked Southern soul food you are looking for for lunch or dinner. It's just a great spot to go to. And now the weather's nice. It's, 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 it's hot, but you know it's sunny. The evenings are going to be nice. They've got great live music heading out there to, uh, to Two Brothers out there on the patio. So go out there, get you some food, sell something to, to drink, a nice sweet tea if you're Robbie, and enjoy yourself. Enjoy some smoked Southern soul food. And again, another Bulldog Initiative business there at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for going on 49 years. You can't stay in business that long unless you're taking care of your customers, unless you're offering great products and great service. It's just not doable. So you can trust Advantage Business Systems when you need technology. They've got the best name brands. They've got great prices. And then if you need service... You're talking to the same people who made you the sale. No overseas call center, no on hold for 35, 45 minutes. 
no out-of-state technician to make an appointment with. Just Mississippi people helping Mississippi people. Number 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, what more can you say about it? It's got the shirts, the polos, the quarter zips that Dad and anybody are looking for. Great name brands, great styles, and the logos that you want. The M over S, the state script, that's what's being dominant down there at the Rogue, not the banner M that nobody wants. So check it out. Check out the Rogue in Jackson, or you can shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. It's supposed to be 105 on Thursday, by the way. Just want to point that out. Lord. So you know what that means? It means you need to go over to Dolce and get you a little little cool down. After you come to the Lake Teocotta first, of course. Of course. Yeah. Get, 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 your, get your lunch, and then you go get yourself a little sweet treat. And you can come see Robbie Cove once there. He can definitely give you a really good recommendation on what uh, gelato to get. Yes, he will tell you. He will tell you to your face. So, if you want to you wanna give yourself a little reward in the middle of the afternoon, some gelato or a milkshake from Dolce is definitely a great way to go. Head over to 509 University Drive and enjoy yourself at Dolce. Alright, back to it here. Reed Green asks us, which in-state football player in the past two cycles that went to a school out of state could you see transferring back to Mississippi State? All right, so let's um, you know, went out of state in the last two cycles, so the twenty three and twenty two classes. So let's start with twenty two. Dante Dowdle was the one that I've always said, but that's I mean, a the good more choice. I hear about his stepdad or whatever the guy that's involved, like I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen. So let's just look at the top ten guys here. Uh, Branson Robinson probably going to be a stud at Georgia. Yeah, he next seems year. like the next guy. Yeah. Jaheim Otis, already a superstar in the making at Alabama. He's not going anywhere. Kamari Rogers is third. He's already back at Mississippi State. Xavion Harris did not go out of state. Trevion Williams. Marquez Dorch has already transferred out of state. So I don't think Stone Blanton's coming back to Mississippi State. Just call me crazy. No. Uh, there, no. South Carolina's already doing a lot with him. So. Yeah. Jeremiah Dillon, Dillon went to Ole Miss, so that's not it doesn't fit. Jordan Anthony from went to Kentucky. Don't know a whole lot about him. I'll be totally honest with you. Didn't he transfer? Has he already transferred? Let's see here. You're right. He's at Texas A&M already. So yeah. he's not coming back to Mississippi State. That was a guy, like, it was kind of strange. Like, did State even really recruit him? No, I, I guess not. There's guys like that every year that, like, State's not even yeah. really recruiting, and they go to places and are like, it's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. Another guy to watch on this list would be the number 11 prospect in the state, Aaron Bryant, who, again, he gave State and Ole Miss no time of day. He wanted yeah. to go out of state, but that's the kind of guy who could end up maybe making a, a, a turn back. Let's look at 23. Does anybody stand out there? Like, you know, I could see him not, going not, to Ole Miss, Aaron Bryant. Yeah. You know, South Haven, kind of a more of an Ole Miss area. So we'll see. All right. In the state last year, Sunserine Perkins. Aiden Williams both went to Ole Miss. Dante Dowdle, you mentioned. Isaac Smith went to State. Jamarius Brown went to Ole Miss. Brayson Hubbard. I mean, I, I don't know what he is at Alabama. And they're playing him as a safety. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. Um, Kelly Jones at State. Ty Jones at State. Jonathan Davis at State. Zay Alexander at State. Caleb Bryant at State. Amari Smith at State. John Slaughter, safety from South, another South Haven guy, 
who went out of state, went to Tennessee. I mean, just not knowing anything else about him, but it, could you see in a couple of years that they've recruited over him? Possibly. Yeah. So, maybe a couple of names there. Uh, also, why do certain fans act like they didn't want a player that committed to state that they were recruiting prior? Because they're idiots, Reed. Because Ole Miss has never lost, just flat out lost a kid. That's right. There's always something going on. They're getting paid for, uh, you know, they're they got character issues. They don't yeah. have grades. They're not really that good. There has never, ever, ever, ever been a situation where Ole Miss would say, "Yeah, we just got out recruited on that one." Like one one of the like one one of the good examples was Brad Cumbus came to state. Mm-hmm. And the day after he got an offer from Ole Miss, mm-hmm. he or like very quickly after he got an offer from State and Ole Miss, he committed to State. Mm-hmm. And immediately they come out. Well, nah, that didn't really. You just offered him. Yeah. You didn't. You don't just offer someone, and the day the next day they're not a take. Right. You know that's right. that. that but that's what they do. That's right. that's the kind of the the stuff they yeah. say. If we said that stuff on our board, we would be absolutely yeah. murdered. Uh, Alan asks, where is your dream vacation spot? So, I mean, my dream vacation means it's a place I haven't been yet. So I can't say, like, Vegas, because I've been to Vegas. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, somewhere somewhere in Europe, I would love to do one of those Italy trips that Robert St. John is always putting together. Um, I would love to go to England, go to London. See, I, I wouldn't hate going overseas, but I, I hate long flights. Yeah, that's, that's an issue. Because you can just eat the, the A-team sandwich and just knock yourself out. Well, my, my thing is, like, my I don't know if anybody knows this, but my legs are extremely long. You're tall. So yeah. whenever I sit down, like, my dad has a tall torso. I have long legs. So, like, when we're sitting down, we look the same. When we step mm-hmm. out the car, I'm, I'm, like, a foot taller than him. Not a foot, but you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So when I sit in the airplane, yeah, you're not seven foot tall. my knees are... Or in my chest. So you got to get first class. This is a dream vacation, though. You take first class seat. I get, could. Get, get the, if I could get first class, yeah. then I, yeah, I'd gladly go. That's the other thing my, with me. I, I, even though I'm not as tall as you, I've said that. It's like, if I ever want to travel to Europe, I'm going to go first class. So yeah. I'm not sitting economy for 13 hours. No. So mine would be, I think I would want to go to like the. Like the Caribbean? No, like the West. Like. Uh, okay. Like. Colorado, yeah, uh, Utah, yeah, Montana, a place like that, and stay in. I like would a, like to go to Montana. Well, I just want to like stay in a cabin, yeah, in a mountain that's like not not even in the mountains, but like with the mountains in the background, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have all this Big land river nearby. Go fishing, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have I all this it. land to myself. I like it. That's what I want. Okay, I like that. Robbie Koblenz asks us, "Who is the true genius behind the catfish tour?" Uh, me and Robbie. We, That's we, correct. We came up with this. It was our idea. Uh, Kivas Wright asks us, did you guys see Forbidden Door? We kind of already talked about that. Um, what advice would Sam Purcell give Zach Arnett going into his first year as head coach? That's an interesting question. What would Purcell say to Arnett? Like, I, I think Purcell is kind of the I, – I mentioned this to him, and, and I, I don't want to, like, act like he didn't have pressure or didn't put pressure on himself last year because he's a coach. He wants to win. But he had a little bit of a free roll last year, right? If they hadn't been that good, it would have been like, well, Nicky McCray-Penson ruined this program, and Sam Purcell's going to take a little time, right? Arnett has a little bit of a free roll here this year, too, right? Yeah. A little bit of 
you know, it's the first year after Leach, and there's all this this tragedy and everything. If they if they aren't as good as you think this year, you don't worry about it because especially when you see how he's recruiting. And same thing with Purcell last year. Early on, the recruiting was good; you could see it. So maybe just tell somebody like, "Look, be yourself. You know, do what you you, you know how to coach. Just do it." I would say like, don't don't be afraid to ask for advice from some of your peers. Yeah. He's got like Sam brought in people that have been around the game yeah. for a long time. I mean, well, and Arnett's Irvin, done that. Yeah, you know, he brought in exactly, Steve, Steve well, and that's one of the things that we Jones. said about him was it, it didn't appear that he was too prideful to go out there and get people that have been involved. Yeah, agreed. Uh, also from Kivas, what is your favorite breed of dog or cat? I don't have a favorite breed. I, I like animals. You know, I don't like those hairless cats. I don't want to deal with those. And I don't yeah. like chihuahuas. Yeah, like there's certain dog breeds that I just don't like. They're ugly. Yeah, chihuahuas. Just, yeah, they're just like too. Those, they're just too energetic. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm not a pug. I don't like pugs. I don't have a problem with pugs. I, I don't like pugs. Yeah. Um, but you know, my, I had the last dog I had who passed away last year, Chachi. Yeah. He was a Akita. Yeah. His mom was full blooded Akita, and they're mm-hmm. I mean killers. They're top five, one of the most dangerous breeds. Oh yeah. In America. Even in, possibly in the world, um, but they're extremely loyal. The, uh, he was a mix between Akita and a Lab, so he had that playfulness of a Lab. Mm-hmm. But he was, you know, a monster of a dog. But he was just the sweetest dog, best dog I've ever had, and that is probably my favorite right now. Right. My wife's really gotten into the Australian Shepherds. She wants an Australian Shepherd. And she wants an actual Australian Shepherd, though. A big, yeah, yeah, beefy right. Australian man. But you're supposed to have two of those. Oh, they're, they're social? Yeah. They're like guinea pigs. Yeah, so I don't know if I want to sign up for that. Yeah, I, I got you. But they're pretty dogs. Yeah. Jeffrey Chancellor, if NCAA football came out this year on console, what Mississippi State player would you will to the Heisman in your dynasty? Woody Marks. I'm going to run the football. Tulu. That's tough. Tough for the receiver. <clears throat> No, we're going to be we're going to be all over. We're going to be right. putting him in motion, jet sweeps. Hear, He's I getting hear. the ball a lot. We're going to put him at, at kick return. Yeah, he's going to have a shot. Also from Jeffrey Chancellor, if Saint Aloysius, circa Brian's senior year, and Winston Academy Robbie's senior year were to meet on the gridiron, who's getting the W? Who's going home with their tail tucked between their legs? My senior year, we went to the North State Championship. Okay, in three A. Yeah, Academy balls. So I mean. I don't know. Um, we had a good team. Yeah, we had a really good team. Yeah, I don't know what you're. What y'all My did? My senior, senior year, we lost in the first round of the playoffs. We won our district, but lost in the first round of the playoffs to a team uh, that was. We lost to Scott Central. They were a good team back then. We're really good. Really, now, really good. Now they're even better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now wouldn't want any piece of them now. Um, did you ever play where? Never played them. Thankfully, yeah, that <laughs> wouldn't have wanted that a piece of them. We stay. We kind of stayed in like central Mississippi for the most part. Yeah. With our, our with our, and of course, you know, with our schedule, we had our district schedule. So you had three other teams from the district had to play. We played Anguilla, Utica, and Pelahatchie. Mm-hmm. And then we had to play the other three Catholic schools in the diocese every year. So we played Jackson St. Joe, Greenville St. Joe, and Natchez Cathedral. And then we played St. Andrews. Well, I mean, hell, that's seven of your ten games right there. Yeah. I'm trying to think, who else did we play that year? We played uh, Bogachita. We played Riverside, 
And he's now in MAIS as well. Is that who we played? And we played Yazoo County, I think. Yeah. And so there you go. I, I don't know. It would have been like I think one A public school football and it's pretty it's pretty that was it's pretty, pretty comparable. Close. It's pretty Except, close. I mean Winston's played Knox Pater and beat Knox Pater. Yeah. So but a good game. Yeah. Brian McDuff, speaking of somebody from that St. Al 1993 team. Yeah. Can we uh, get a record number of Rumblings questions to guarantee three four-stars today? I don't think we're getting to four-stars today. Although yeah, Arnett, Arnett could tweet as we speak, you know. We're, we're closing in, I think. Yeah. Although this has, been a, this has been a lot of questions today. I agree. Do either of you like water slides or thrill rides? If so, which is your favorite one of all time? I don't like thrill rides, but I'll, I'll do a water slide. I love thrill rides. Uh, not me. You got a favorite? Um... You and my wife, man. Now, I'm telling you, all are soulmates that just missed out on well, each other. Well, up there, up there for me is Rock and Roller Coaster mm-hmm. at Disney World. Um, what is that one? She tell you what the Velocicoaster, I think, is what it's called. The yeah. new, the new Jurassic Park ride yeah. at Universal Studios is outstanding. Um, Hagrid's motorbike thing or whatever at Universal or Islands of Adventures is really cool. So Jennifer, my wife, has been to Cedar Point. Yes, and she's written that Millennium Force. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, she. It's. It's. I would not do that. She tricked me once. I didn't know that the Seven Dwarves Mine Train was a roller coaster. I thought it was just like we were going to. Well, that's not really a roller coaster. Yeah, it is when you don't like heights. That's not that bad. I did not enjoy that at all. Coaster. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. Neither. Neither did my oldest daughter. Neither one of us. There's not a whole lot. I've heard that Tron ride is really cool. That they just. They just built over their Magic Kingdom. There's not a whole lot of like thrill rides at Magic Kingdom. No, Magic Kingdom, no. The, the, um, the Rock and Roller Coaster is at Hollywood, right? Yes. So there's that. Uh, Everest expedition. Jennifer Everest loves Everest. Awesome. She, she she'll ride it like six, seven times. It's just it's a really cool. Like you're the the thing I like about the whole you go up and go down. Well, thing. is the thing I like about Disney World and Universal and stuff like to get to the ride. Is a story. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the story is like you're going up to Everest, right? Like they've had some sightings of the Yeti yeah, and all yeah, that, but yeah. you're going to be okay. And then you get up there, and the Yeti's there. He breaks the track up. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, you would have freaked. Yeah, but it's really. cool. I don't like any of that stuff. Joseph Dungeon asks us after last week's craziness, who are your best guest dark horse blue chips we could get besides Nareel, Kanan, or Pope? Are we still in the running for keys? Do we have any big fish whispers? I don't think states as much. I don't think Keys is going to end up being at Mississippi, Mississippi State. Mm-mm. I mean, White, Canaan, Julius Pope. I, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, I think Nareel White is is probably the best best option there. Yeah. So, uh, Don Collins. Don Collins. What a terrible person he is. Since this is the last year with East West divisions in football, are there any? <laughs> Are there any original SEC West teams that could never, possibly never win the West outright? Of the original SEC West teams. All right, so, obviously Alabama has won it. LSU won it last year. Auburn has won it. Arkansas has three West titles. And, of course, Mississippi State won it. Yeah. So, there were six original teams, so who am I leaving out? Hmm. That has never won the West. Hold on. Uh, two, well, there's two in Alabama. Alabama and Auburn. No Texas A&M. No, they're not original. They don't, yeah. they're not LSU, we, can't, we said them. Arkansas, we said them. And then there's State and... Um, the last one would be Ole Miss. I mean, that'd be the Ole Miss. One. That's Ole who Miss it is. Can never win That's the SEC. That's who it is. Okay. okay. It's crazy. Yeah. What a poverty pro- program that must be. <laughs> Austin Rogers, pick your SEC team to win the, the College World Series next year. Chase Burns leaving Tennessee means I'm probably not going to pick Tennessee. Well, there's only uh, 
Uh, we're we're down to like what ten teams. Yeah, <laughs> Cag- we're, we're starting to go. We're starting to go through the. Yeah, Cag- Caglione is just a freshman, right? So he's back next year for Florida. They got yeah. a shot. Florida, uh, probably Arkansas is Arcan- not a a healthy Arkansas. Eventually, it's going to happen for Arkansas. Yeah, Eventually, that, it's going to. They're snake bit right now, yeah. but that is a program that is consistently good. I, since that 2016 year, yeah, they've been pretty much good every year. Yeah, yeah. so they're they're going to have a shot. I I think Arkansas has got a a chance to win a title yeah. in the next three or four years. I agree. Phil asks us. I'm currently in Miami for a week of sales meetings, and the weather is perfect, but my days are full, and there's no time for the beach except for sunrise. What's worse, being at a vacation destination with perfect weather and no time to enjoy it, or being on vacation when the weather is bad? It's clearly being on vacation when the weather is bad, because you're not paying for anything. You're down there for work. It's not costing you. It would suck if you were paid money and stayed at a hotel, and you're going to be at the beach, and it just rains all weekend. Nobody wants that. Yeah, nobody likes that. But that's why I don't go to the beach. Yeah, you go. Among other things, me like and you both. Sand, getting like in my shoes, my clothes. I don't like to get in the water. Fish make love in it, and pee and poop in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Jay in Baltimore. What are the top three ways outside of the traditional bun or corn dog to utilize the classic hot dog? You shouldn't eat hot dogs. You know what those are? I've heard. Yeah, I don't eat hot dogs, so I, I don't have a, a traditional way to to. to hot dogs u- are okay. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a sausage dog. Or have a sauce, a smoked sausage. Yeah. yeah. If you have the only white bread and no bun, do you find something else to eat, or do you settle for the poor man's version? I mean, if I had a smoked sausage and a white bread, I could I could make it work. Um, I'll just eat the dog by itself. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. done that a few times. You just get some ketchup and mustard and just yeah. put it together in there. Kyle Wilson asks us, which one is more essential to your coverage of sports, internet or air conditioning? I mean, the press box is open at baseball and football. Don't need it. Don't care. Internet. You got to have internet. Yep, it's internet all day. I've, it's, it's, I've sat in some rough places. Yeah, and been very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have internet, I, I can't. Why I can't am I there? Do. Yeah, I, it really is interesting to think about like the old school sports guys, like just up there taking notes and writing out their story. And but they're you know nobody knows what they're saying until the next day. The great thing about how things are now mm-hmm. is I can write my story. And be done with it, and just come back after the press conference and plug in quotes and be done. Yeah, there you go. Um, that it's just a real easy mm-hmm. process. But I remember we're talking about the air conditioning. I remember sitting in the press box for this is before I was in journalism. I was working for Media Relations in '07 for mm-hmm. that Super Regional with Clemson. Yeah, I was and in, it was in the stands, packed it was still hot. in that press box. You yeah. couldn't move, and you could not breathe. 2016 was about the same. When they yeah. played SEMO. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my so goodness. It was so hot. So dude. hot there. They had that one little air conditioner unit yeah. back there, and the it was old, just blowing in the like in a like 10 square feet yeah. area. It was not good. It would not reach anybody no. else. So if it was cold outside, you were screwed. If it was hot outside, and you were screwed. And then first week of football season, always just oh, yeah. brutal hot up there. But it is what it is. Sweat all, but sweat you all ha- down your back. You got to have internet is what we're getting Yeah. At. All right. Also, you asked, what is your Mississippi pot roast recipe? It's the same as everybody else's. Yeah. It's, it, the Mississippi pot roast is the same recipe for whoever Some you lady there. developed this. I forget who it was. Not from Mississippi either, I don't yeah. think. It's just, it's basically ranch seasoning. Yeah. Au jus. Uh, au jus. And then the pepperoni. Chuck roast. Pepperoni peppers. And then, yeah. And that's it. Put a little I mean, salt and pepper on there, you can. But so easy. Yeah, it, it's so good, too. Zach DePriest. 
This hot weather has me ready for winter. Which what winter Olympic would these event would these MSU coaches best compete in? No event can be used more than once. All right, we'll we'll, we'll do this. It, this is this is six people. This is right on my limit. Zach Arnett hockey. Oh yeah, Zach Arnett would be an enforcer, a goon out there on the hockey. He'd be like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Sam Purcell. I could see Purcell being like a speed skater. He's 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 hyped up. Yeah. Or like something like, uh, like, is there a pickleball? Uh, no, this, is, this is the Winter Olympics. Okay. Yeah. Or like shuffleboard or something. <laughs> curling. Curling. That's what I'm. That's what I know. I, I, I like Purcell to speak. I like Jans to be the the, the curling guy. Yeah. The because yeah. yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the dentist. He's over there like you know, it's, it's like cleaning teeth. Lamonis. Uh. Like shot put or something. no, they don't. No, that's, winter it's a winter. Yeah, it's yeah a, I keep so like. Could, could Lamonis be a snowboarder? I just want to go out of the. I want to go out <laughs> my way with him. I don't know. Samantha Ricketts. <sighs> well, he's the answer. If it was in the summer, it would just be softball. Yeah, it would but. be super easy. Same with Lamonis. It'd be, yep. yeah, it'd be baseball. Uh, and so <laughs> the basketball guys too. Now that we really think about it, um, Samantha Ricketts. I'm trying to think like. Maybe like cross country skiing. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Julie Darty Dennis. That's our figure skater. Yeah. I, I think she's out there on the ice. Sheldon Nations. What role is NIL playing in MSU's latest recruiting run? Once again, I feel like I'd just be like a smart aleck and be like a large one, and <laughs> just move on. I think that it. I think it's helped that they've had that they have like the NIL in the background, but I don't think that it's been. That's not the. It's not the number one thing. Yeah. yeah, like, and I don't. You're not making deals with these guys. I think what they're doing is they're saying, you know, you can come here play for the state of Mississippi. Yeah, and we also have this opportunity. Yeah. Once for you get you. here, we can talk about yeah. these things. Yeah. yeah. Blake Thompson asks, "Why do you think Arnett kept nearly complete continuity of the defensive staff minus Phelps?" While replacing the entire offensive staff, scheme, recruiting, trust, yeah, all those things. I think he wanted to get away from the air raid. Yeah, and he had to bring in new people, and he wanted to bring in some guys. Bumpus, moving Hughes to, to offense. Bumpus, Will Friend. He gave himself three strong Mississippi recruiters. Yeah, and and also the comfortability with the defensive side. I yeah. mean that why he's make still changes? a defensive coach. Yeah, why make changes? Yeah. Rob Hadaway, the whole college World Series Jello shot thing has to be played out by now. It's, it's so dumb at this point. It's totally jumped. This was my loser on Sports Talk Mississippi yesterday. It's totally jumped the shark. It's gone from people showing up and taking shots to corporate guys coming in and dropping ten thousand yeah. dollars, and nobody's drinking the shots. And the, and I think they have a thing where you can donate yeah. money, which. The only good thing from this is I think they do give a they, portion. They or, give a portion or of money to charity. I don't know, but I, at the same time, like just make a donation to charity and let yeah, them have like, the stop. And like, can we please stop saying like LSU people are doing? It? Like, no, they're not. They're not. But they, they drank a lot of shots. I'm sure, yeah. probably more than anybody. They didn't drink fifty thousand shots. No, no. LSU people did not go up so, there and buy that. Very. They had, a, they had two people come in there and spend. Yeah. Fifteen thousand plus yeah. dollars on that. Yeah, Ole Miss did the same thing last year with the dude from Real Tree yeah. and some lawyer. I yeah. mean, Richard it, Cross. <laughs> so, but yeah, but that said, they do give a good portion of the money to the charity. So, congrats yes, that, to uh, that's the congrats to Rocco's charity of choice, Our Lady of the Lake Hospital in <laughs> Baton Rouge. That money LSU helped raise a lot of money. <laughs> 
for for that that particular they're gonna, hospital. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a check that says science on it, like <laughs> like Michael Scott. <laughs> and it's like and it, and it just says pay to the order of LSU. It's yeah. like we're just gonna keep it, you know, make it work. We need somebody to make that. Oh, that'd be so funny. I'm gonna make that joke later today on Sports Talk Mississippi too. So just prepare yourself for it. Rob Hadaway again. The, hey, this is a question from last week that we wanted to answer. Yes, we did answer it. Yes, but, it, but then things happened. To the, the chancellor at Ole Miss was a very forgettable headmaster at, at Hillcrest my 10th grade year. Is there anyone you knew long ago who has achieved a degree of success or notoriety today that still throws you when you hear their name? I thought about this, by the way. There's a lot of people you would ask this question to, and my name would be brought up. Oh, you think so? Yeah, they would be like, I, I don't believe Hey Dad is on the radio every day. Yeah. I mean, mine, I think I said mine was Hardy. Yeah, when did this. Hardy was the easy choice for was you. It, didn't Glenn Boyce have like the little Vince McMahon, like dastardly yeah. mustache? <laughs> he does have a little bit of the, you know, like the, he, the head, head, Headley Lamar. <laughs> Headley. Headley. Yes. That's pretty good. That's, I just like him. <laughs> We watched that. And Methodist! <laughs> we, me and my cousin watched that the other day. That's a movie that could never be remade oh today. Gosh. It would be so. I thought like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, if you got Jon Stewart and Chris Rock, you could remake that movie and it would be hilarious, but now it's it's not possible. Dave Chappelle. Chappelle could have could have played, yeah, could have played that role yep. for, for sure, of, of Bart. Yes. Now it's like they would make Kevin Hart. Bart and I, I'm not interested. No. And I, like Seth Rogen would be the Waco kid. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not all in on that. Yeah. What do you like to do for fun? Oh, I don't know. Play chess. Screw. <laughs> Let's play chess. <laughs> uh, Rob Hadaway. Today I attended a funeral, and in the cemetery I saw a headstone placed and engraved for two people who are both not dead yet. Very common. On a scale of 1 to 10, how weird is this? So you're saying it's not that weird? Very common. Like old people just like, like go ahead and get ahead of it? Yes. So. Uh, my grandparents went ahead and had like their, you know, like you're, you're supposed to get yeah. like your plot. Yeah, yeah. Like my parents already have their plot like locked in at, their, at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, like when their husband dies, the woman will put her name on there just to be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. So happens a lot. My mom likes to troll me, and she called me Monday or Saturday night to let me know LSU had won. Yeah, and she was just giving me, uh, and I'm just like, that's and what I, she does with the Celtics just, sometimes. Yes, and I just wanted to be like, I'm going to have you buried next to my dad. <laughs> my mom and dad got divorced when I was four. Like, I mean, when you got like, oh no, put her right there next to Pop. Yeah, yeah, you can st- spend look eternity at, look with at him. each other for the rest of time. Yeah. I, I'm going to get a headstone that says "Loving Husband and Wife." <laughs> You don't stop this, Mom. Uh, Blake Thompson, how do you rank the basketball newcomers in terms of impact for the, the upcoming season? In no order, Choi, Choi. Let's just go through them. Choi, I don't think has much of an impact. He's behind right. Tolu. He's behind. Looks good, Jimmy Bell. Yeah, but he's going to be the third guy. There. Yeah, Trey Ford is going to play. Going to yes. be a big contributor. Uh, Adrian Myers, eh. could be a dark horse guy. Yeah, I like his skill set. Yeah, Dequan uh, Scott, I, th- I think has same a chance. thing. Josh Hubbard will play. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an off the uh, the uh, the uh, the bench offense yep. guy. I'm going to skip a guy here. Jimmy Bell. I mean, he's going to play the same role that Will McNair played last year. Mm-hmm. Andrew Taylor obviously is the guy. Yes. He's going to. I would imagine he starts. Yes, that's that's a difference maker yeah. type. Agreed. 
Uh, is Ike Stansbury back? Stansbury's gone, isn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he did Senior Day last year? I don't know. I there he was still talking about. You he know, might have another year. Back. I don't know. All right, we'll see. Hunter Bolware asks us. What is your favorite tailgate spot from college at Mississippi State football games? We tailgated on Bell, Bell Island right in front of the chapel, and I wish we could still tailgate there. Ours was, when we were in college, was behind the scoreboard of the north end zone. Okay. Yeah, I know where you are. Uh, on the hill across yeah. uh, Memorial Hall. Yeah. Is that right there? Yeah. And I loved it because we had you all that to right ourselves. Yeah. And we, like, we could walk right in. I love Bell section. Island. Right there by the, the by the chapel, and then if it started raining, we would just pick the tables up and go sit under the post office. Yeah, for sure. Um, Hunter Bolwer, did you know Kim Mulkey is Kramer Robertson's mom? I got a kick out of our friend Leah Van tweeting that she was Kramer, that Kim Mulkey was wearing a uh, Dylan Cruz jersey. I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure she's wearing a Kramer Robertson jersey. Yeah, because it was exactly. three. Yeah. Name your top three things that are red. Meat. Red meat <laughs> is number one. A steak, I guess. You know. Yeah. Um, strawberry uh, Skittles. Love them. That's kind of random. Yeah, but they're red. Mine would be strawberries. Eh. They're a little too healthy. Yeah, you, you're not a fan of healthy that. food. Yeah. Strawberry ice cream is pink, so that doesn't really work. Um, and then... Um, Angie Everhart. She's a redhead. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with her. I think she still looks good. She she used to. Uh, Maddie Light asked us, asked me, how was awesome was the Foo Fighters concert? I had a blast. What is your favorite Foo Fighters song? I thought it was great. Really good show. I was surprised by the lack of covers. Like now, granted, they have a huge catalog, and they played like. Well, that's the thing. Once you get to that stage, yeah. you don't do a lot. But I, you just figured they would throw one in there. They yeah. played the opening riff of like four songs. They they did, Inner Sandman. They did some Led Zeppelin. They're huge Led Zeppelin. They didn't Zeppelin. do Led Zeppelin. They did Inner Sandman. Then, like, when he was introducing the band, uh, the bass player started to play the opening riff of Sabotage. Nice. And so they started to sing, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then they only played one verse, and girl goes, we don't know that song. <laughs> I was like, that's okay, funny. that's funny. And then when the, the drummer was introduced, who's the new drummer, right, they played, you know, he was in Devo, so they played Whip It. They played, like, the first verse of Whip It. He was the drummer of Devo. Yeah. So is he older than all of them? I think he just he joined Devo later on. Okay. He, I think he is an older dude. So yeah. So but that being said, it was awesome. My favorite Foo Fighters song is "Walk." Okay. Mine yeah. is um, "Times Like These." That's a good song too. The the, the concert was outstanding. If yeah, they come I've back around here, Robbie, you, you definitely have I've to gotta go. Got to go. Um, I, I got a kick out of, of Grohl when he was like, "I don't think we've ever been to." He looks around. He goes. Pelham before. <laughs> like, I bet you have it, Dave. Um, Alexandra Watson. We always see fireworks tents the 4th of July and New Year's, but have you ever seen one being put up or stocked? They just seem to appear out of nowhere. It's true. You're just driving along one day, you're like, oh, fireworks tent up. You've never, I've never seen a fireworks tent being put up. Me neither. Oh. I've never seen it being put up or taken down. Yeah. It's just like, it's there, and then it's not. We got some breaking news here, and we'll just discuss it real quick. Zach Selman just tweeted Mississippi State moving the hump, moving the student section to the sideline. So let me see exactly what we've got here. Didn't didn't they do? Didn't they say this last year they were going to do this? Or is this okay? Zach so here's Selman? what here's what they've got. Here's what they've got. A lot of it is going to remain the same. Yeah, but 
along the court, there is a... They've basically taken like five, like six or seven rows, it looks like, from 115 through 117 and turned that into student section. That's cool. That means... Oh, so I They see are that. right on the court. That's, I see th- okay. that's great. All right, so I was looking at it, and I just saw the section like moved over one, and I thought... Yeah, I thought they already did this. What's interesting is like right in the middle of the student section, there's a there's a section that's not student section. I don't know if that's the visitors or what, but that's weird. Yeah, that's gonna be that'll be. But nice. that is really cool. I like that. So good good job, Zach. Uh, I don't know that I can answer this. I don't know if we can do this next question from Alexandra Watson. That I, 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 might be a little. It's a little dirty. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think we're gonna have to. We're we're not gonna. Do you see it? <laughs> yeah, and then we'll just move on. <laughs> funny though it's a funny question <laughs> you guys are at am watson 57 if you want to see what she sent us uh andy atkinson could you provide a brief commentary on the commitment of jimothy lewis but do so as the american dream dusty rose would you mind if i i did that no go ahead well you see daddy jimothy lewis first of all the boy's name is jimothy if you will <laughs> i've never heard of such in my life i heard of timothy and i heard of jim this must be his, his little brother jimothy but he ain't little by no stretch of the imagination if you will he is a large man bigger than nikita koloff bigger than uh ole anderson on anderson tully blanchard he's bigger than all of them so you see daddy now that he's coming to mississippi state the Ole Miss Rebels, they, they, they don't got their Jimmy's rustled a little bit over there. You know what I'm saying? They, they over there saying that uh, the, the boy has uh, got a, the family issues. Well, Daddy, we all got family issues at the end of the day. The American Dream got two sons, Dustin and Cody. I don't know what's going to happen with them in the future. I just know that if Jimothy Lewis gets in their way, they need to run and hide because Jimothy Lewis is a bad, bad man, Daddy. <laughs> Not bad. It's not bad I, at actually, all. Actually, it felt good. It felt good. It's not bad at all. All right. Rob Montgomery, for the average <clears throat> state fan who enjoys multiple sports, which is the better scenario? All big four teams finished in the range of the 17 to 32. Florida Bowl, round of 32 for hoops, two-seed regional final, baseball. Or two of the big four finished the season in the top eight, but the other two are 500 or below. I will just go ahead and tell you that the average Mississippi State fan, if I said – the two of the big four are football and baseball, they're taking that. If you're yeah. telling me that State's going to go to the Sugar Bowl and go to go to Omaha, yeah, they take basketball that. can be as bad as you want it to be. Yeah, Nobody cares. I agree. Yeah. Uh, another one from Andy Atkinson. Not, not the American dream this time. What is the non-zero number percent chance LSU finishes last in the SEC next baseball season? Or more accurately, how many zeros after the Dust Bowl will there be? A bunch. Because they're just gonna, they're gonna. Yeah. It would have to be a disaster happen inside there. Can you imagine if they were the third straight national champion? That'd be just, crazy. It'd be so funny. That'd be crazy. Uh, Doctor Tony Loper wouldn't hurt my feelings. Doctor Tony Loper, who we haven't had in, in quite a while, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Rank these football movies. Remember the Titans, Twenty Three Blast, and Blindside. All right, Blindside's dead last under every circumstance. Twenty Three Blast. What is Twenty Three Blast? Don't know anything about it. Let's remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. What fills your life in the month of July? What about you, Robbie? What what, what are you doing in July? Uh, hopefully a couple more catfish stops. Yeah, we got that. Fourth uh, of July, got a bunch of family coming in. Yeah. Um, I have never had a summer this busy. All right, we got the catfish stuff yeah. right. You and I, I guess we can go and talk about this because it looks like on July fifth, you and I are going to WCBI. 
Yep. And they're going to talk. They want to. They're doing a segment about podcasting. Mm-hmm. So Robbie and I are going to be on uh, local television. I have Should a face fun. for radio, so we'll see how that goes. Um, then I have a remote uh, in uh, Hernando for the Palmer Home Radiothon, which is going to be great because you're going to see Richard Cross decked out in maroon and white. Then we have SEC Media Days. The week after that, I have another remote down in Jackson, the KLLM remote, where it was. I remember, remember last year where they have all those awesome trucks. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 equipment trunks those are awesome. I mean, and then from a sports perspective, being a Premier League guy, this is prime free agency time. So I'm keeping up with that. And then on the weekends, I cook. So I'm I'm actually got a pretty busy July. I'm excited about SEC Media Day. Yeah, I am too. In Nashville, we should have a good time. Hopefully, I can go out to eat with you guys. Hopefully, we're gonna make that happen. You invite me? Oh, I'll invite you. You weren't there last year. You don't act like you were. I know. All right. But still. Uh, Mangum Cafe, where did the little girl come from that walked through the front gate holding a fishing pole? What? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what is? What are we talking about? Did Did you mean to ask us this question? What is this question? Is it a joke? Is there a... I don't... I don't if you... This is an inside joke. Is there a punchline? I don't get it. I don't get it. We're moving on. Would you like to see less foul ground in Omaha? That's uh, fine. I don't, I don't get worked up about yeah, the amount of foul ground in Omaha. I mean, Arkansas had plenty of room to make that catch in 2018. Yes, they did. Would you rather be a home plate umpire or a football referee for a day? Definitely home plate. There's less running. That's true. I feel like it's easier to call balls and strikes than it is to try to keep up with what's going on on a football field. Well, fans would disagree with you. Well, no. They both suck. I'm just saying it's just easier to call balls and strikes. Maybe so. Also from Mangum Cafe, do we have a chance to land Chase Burns? No. I would doubt it, but who knows? He's going to LSU. Hmm. That I think I that's know. already done. Well, people are saying that it's actually looking more like TCU. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. So I don't know. All right, we'll see. Uh, I don't Willie, expect to be Mississippi State. No. But. Willie Diesel. Willie Dizzle yes. asks, Why does Rick? St- who, which does Rick Stansbury hate more, the 2010 Diamond Head Classic or the <laughs> NCAA tournament round of 32? Well, I mean, he, you know, the round of 32 is a you know, tough one for him, but I think it's got to be the Diamond Head Classic. That's where it started going downhill. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He'll, I'm sure he'll take going to the NCAA tournament all day over his players punching each other in the stands. Yes, agreed. Last one comes to us from the walking bully who asks us, state more likely to lose to Arizona or beat LSU? It's really close. Like, I would say, like, you have a one in three chance of both. That's true. Uh, I would say, mm, I would say beat LSU, maybe. Do you have a better chance to beat LSU? Than lose. I agree yeah. with that. Arizona's coming here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, feel, I, I, I agree. Yep. Considering most don't flip, why do our fans post about commits flipping and how signing day is far off whenever we land a big commit? They're just it's just gun shy from the old Scared. days. Scared. Yeah. It's just, I, mean, I mean, yeah, you you've been hurt so many times yeah. you just think that this is how, how things are gonna happen. No question about it. I'm ready to get hurt again. There you go. Yeah, I mean MJ Daniels still sticks in my mind. Uh, is it unethical for our beat guys to join the Bulldog Initiative? That's a good question. Um, yeah. I would say yes, mm-hmm. uh, because you know we have a job to do covering kids. Right. We, if we're covering recruiting, especially, mm-hmm. you're basically acting as a booster. If you, if you cover recruiting, it's 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 tough. It's, <clears throat> yeah. it's it's tough because technically 
you are putting money into recruits' pockets. Right. And at the same time, trying to talk to them and be, you know, you're not trying to push them to Mississippi State. I I would say it might even be, it might be an NCAA a violation. violation. Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought about doing that. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a good look at all. Yeah. But I don't know what the rules are yeah. for it. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. A lot, I, I bet a lot of people like in this situation like put it in their wife's name. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm sure there's people that donate like that d- that give to it that yeah. you don't know, yeah. but you know, nah, what And the, the the main thing you remember is the number of guys on our beat that would do that, okay, I'll list them for you. Me, you, Paul, that, that would even consider it, right? Paul, yeah. Steve, David. Yeah. End that have list. an affiliation with Mississippi yeah. State, that went to school here. End of that, list. Yeah. You know, Stefan, not doing it. Justin Frommer, not doing it. Uh, who am I leaving out? Oh, there is no more Daily Journal. Sock. So. I mean, Sock. he's not a, really a yeah. beat guy, but. Yeah, but he's not doing it. Grace, not doing it. So, there you go. All right, guys. Tomorrow's show is going to be really, really good. Great interviews. You may have already heard my interview with Josh Pate, but we'll bring that back tomorrow because I want to talk about something he said. And then we've got our opponent preview. John Hale from the Lexington Herald Leader. We'll talk about the Kentucky Wildcats with us tomorrow. Plus, if anything else happens, I guess we'll go into a little more depth about this uh, this thing with the hump as well on tomorrow's show. So it should be fun. Talk to you then. Don't forget Thursday, head over to Lake Tiakata to meet up with us for the next stop on the Mississippi Summer Catfish Tour, presented by Superior Catfish. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.